How do pancakes reflect the glory of God, or reveal the glory of God, perhaps? And why on earth do we have a day in the church's calendar about pancakes? Um, this isn't actually a real kind of liturgical feast. It's more just a cultural thing in Christianity. Pancake Tuesday, um, also known as Shrove Tuesday. So I just want to explain a little bit. I've been struck this year by how many people have commented to me, like, why do we eat pancakes? Or what does Shrove Tuesday even mean? Um, Let's start with shrove. Shrove is a very strange word that you would hear nowhere else in the English language. It comes from the word shrive, apparently, so I read, um, which means to be absolved of your sins. So like when you go to confession at the end, the priest will absolve you of your sins. So I suppose that makes sense of something as we're coming into Lent. There would have been a tradition that people would go to confession um, as they enter into their Lenten practices. So today took on the name of Shrove Tuesday, the day before Ash Wednesday. Where do pancakes come into that? Pancakes come into Shrove Tuesday because we're also preparing to enter into Lent as a time of fasting and giving up nice delicious things like that would be made with eggs and sugar and um, milk and those fat creamy delicious things that are in our pantry. So this tradition developed by people wanting to empty their pantries empty all of the good tasty stuff from their pantries so that then they can live more simply, um, at least culinarily more simply. Um, so they made pancakes on the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday so as to be free of all those things when they enter into Lent. Um, I don't know how that works now when we go out and buy um, these ingredients just for today. Um, doesn't exactly make sense. But what can that all mean for us today? I think there's a important message of, of how we can relate with delicious things like pancakes and also how we can relate with Lent that we can learn from this because we can get into the mindset of approaching Lent um, and the things that we give up for Lent. I know I've found in trying to search for a, a good Lenten practice, a good abstinence to pick, I've actually ended up picking something that would be good to take out of my life altogether anyway. It's like oh, I'm going to kind of take up this fast or, or cut out this excess um, but it's actually a practice that I would want to keep going beyond Lent, which isn't really the point. The, the fact that we can indulge in pancakes today suggests that the Lord actually wants us to enjoy good, delicious things. We can fall into this mindset of, with the kind of the, the penitential aspect of our Christian faith, we can think that um, enjoying ourselves, giving ourselves good things can be a bad thing and that we should feel guilty whenever we're doing that. But there's the both end in our Christian faith that the Lord does reveal himself through delightful things, through a beautiful sunrise, through a beautiful piece of music, through delicious pancakes. Uh, and that's good. We ought to enjoy those things in the right level of moderation, of course. Um, we should enjoy those things so as to discover the goodness of God. Um, and when he provides those things for us, we should receive that with gratitude. But then, of course, the Lord wants us to go beyond those things and, and to seek him in himself. And that's where the, we, we detach ourselves from the things of the world um, in a season like Lent. We, we give up things. We take away those delights of the senses so that we can seek after God who is so much more delicious than pancakes or so much more beautiful um, than a sunset or a piece of music. Um, there's also a sense in which our, our Lenten 
penitential exercises, obviously, about our, our brokenness and sin, and that if we simply kind of indulge in these things, and even with the beauty of the world, that we can get into the wrong relationship with them. And so the, the pulling back from that that Lent invites us to um, helps us to, to put God in the first place, and then when we come back to the pancakes and the sunsets and the beautiful pieces of music, we can be in right relationship with them. We can receive them as a gift from God and something that reflects God's beauty, God's goodness, instead of making them an idol and chasing after their goodness in themselves, which will empty it of any value. So, we can enjoy pancakes today. <laughs> and we can even, if we were to give up pancakes for Lent, we can look forward to eating pancakes again at the end of Lent. Um, because God wants us to enjoy those good things. He wants us to participate in his goodness, in the delights of his love for us through these earthly things. Um, but we do need to be careful of letting them become our idols, letting them, um, our, our senses getting too um, excited about them. But this is why the church has seasons for different things. <laughs> There's the... the the more negative and penitential way of, of purifying ourselves from these things and there's the times to enjoy them. So um, ordinary time is kind of neither here nor there. Lent, we give up more stuff. Easter, we eat lots of chocolate and rejoice in the Lord. So let's eat our pancakes today, but let's do it in a, in a spirit of gratitude for what the Lord provides for us um, with an openness of heart to, to know that it's God's goodness that we're experiencing when we have the delicious, tasty pancakes and the delicious maple syrup that they may be lathered in. Um, but let's also be open to giving that up so that the Lord can call us to be in that right relationship with him, to seek him alone um, as we enter into Lent tomorrow.